How's it going Thrivers? Miguel here from CFS Recovery. Now, as somebody who has recovered and gotten my life back to go from a place of not being able to work, being completely debilitated, feeling dozens and dozens of symptoms at once, and at my worst being hospitalized to now being able to work more than full time, see my friends, live without limitations and you know travel the world, I get the question a lot, Miguel, did you always know you were gonna recover and were there ever times that you felt like giving up, that you felt you couldn't do it anymore and you know you felt like you were way past your limits? And as much as I could sit here and tell you, nope, my mind was solid the whole time, the truth is, yes, of course, I'm only human. There were many times where I didn't think that I would ever get better. So in this video, I'm gonna dive deep into that because I think just hearing about my experience is really gonna help you put things in perspective and show you that there is a whole other side of the coin. There is a life after recovery. So I just wanna meet you halfway where you're at right now and you know, take my mind back to those times when I was in your shoes, You know, when I didn't have a lot of things going on and actually I felt like I got stripped of all the amazing things life has to offer. So in this video, I'm gonna share with you my experience and hopefully you can take something away that might help you with your journey. So let's, Backtrack. I first got sick back in about 2014. And at the time I was a personal trainer, you know, my life, everything was just on an upward trajectory. I got my dream job. I was doing really well. You know, things were picking up. I was getting a lot of new personal training clients. I was reading personal development books every day. I was going to workshops and, you know, I was really trying to fast track my way to success. And while that was a good thing, there was also a flip side to that because I wasn't sleeping as much. I was overworking myself. My type A personality was at an extreme level to the point where every single day, every morning and night, I had to write down my goals and I was really hard on myself whenever I didn't achieve anything. And while that is healthy for some people, it can be taken to the extreme. And anything done in extreme is not sustainable long-term. Yes, it's okay for short bursts of time, but you know, eventually my body just burned out. And so for the next four and a half years, I would have to leave work because I got really sick and I was having symptoms flaring up, end up in the hospital. Then I'd go off work for about, you know, four to six months. Then I'd go back to work, build up my clientele again, then go off work, then go back to work. And what it feels like, it's like a roller coaster. And the thing is six months into this, not even one month into this, I was like, you know, I've heard of these horror stories online of people being sick for years and years. I'm not gonna be one of them. I'm gonna be better in three months. It'll be fine. Three months goes by and I'm not better. I'm in fact worse. So I tell myself, okay, by month six, I'll be good. Then I'm worse. And then by one year, I'll be okay. And I was a little bit better. So it's almost like my health dipped and then I came back a little bit and then it dipped again, came back up a little bit and then it dipped again. So I was on this downward trajectory overall, just health completely tanking and you know, I got worse and worse over time. And here is the most difficult part that I'm sure you can relate to. You think you're at rock bottom. And, you know, I was telling myself, okay, it can't get worse than this. Like, I feel like I've reached my absolute mental limits. I cannot do this anymore. And then things get twice as bad. And then you tell yourself, okay, this definitely is as bad as it gets. It can't get any worse. And then you get even worse. And then just when you think you hit rock bottom, it's almost like, somebody takes a jackhammer and starts drilling the floor and then you drop to a lower level and the lower level and a lower level. It's the ultimate test of life, the ultimate downward spiral because, you know, I thought that I had hit rock bottom one year into this, 
little did I know I had another three and a half years of just, you know, hell going through this. At least at the time, that's how I was perceiving the whole situation. But now looking back, I see the benefits that those experiences brought. I see all the lessons it taught me. I see that it taught me just when you think you can't and just when you think it is your absolute limit, you have so much more fight inside of you. Because just think of all the days you said, okay, I cannot do this anymore. You know, I, I feel like giving up. You know, you probably had that months ago, if not years ago for some people, if not decades ago. You know, so you are a lot stronger than you think. And that's something that it taught me. So I did have times when I said, if one more thing goes wrong, if I have to do one more test and they tell me I'm normal, I don't know what to do. Mentally, I am shutting down, you know, and then it happened. And then I realized, okay, well, I didn't break, you know. Yes, my body is broken and, you know, my mind is breaking, but it's not broken, right? It's bending, right? I have this famous quote that my football coach said. I remember I was in grade 10 growing up. I played a lot of sports, which, you know, added to my type A personality. I wanted to be the best in everything. And my coach, I remember him saying, it's okay to bend, but don't break. And I remember that playing in my mind so many times, bend, but don't break. It's okay if you're under stress. It's okay if you feel like your mindset is going downhill and your body's breaking down and things aren't going according to plan, but don't break, right? Don't reach that point where you break. And you'd surprise yourself at how much fight you have inside. I mean, think of all the times you had a flare up and your mind went into the trenches, into the fire, and you came back out and you made it, right? And think of all the hundreds of times that has happened. So it really taught me how tough I am mentally, but more than just mentally, like spiritually, you almost have to find that place inside that little spark, that little flame that is still burning, no matter what, even when I was completely bedridden, right? Even when I was hospitalized, getting spoon fed, got IVs in my arms and, you know, they're giving me tons of medication. I didn't even know what was up or down or what time it was, what day it was. I didn't even know who I was. I was, I felt just like a nearly a vegetable just lying there. I had that spark inside and I held on to that little glimmer of hope. You know, it's not like I was 100% confident I was going to get better. In fact, to me, there was a 99% chance that I was never going to recover. You know, probably 99.9 .9 because my situation was so bad. I was getting worse and worse and, you know, I was on a quick downward spiral, right? It felt like I was in a plane that was falling out of the sky and it was only a matter of time before it hit the ground and you know, it was all over. So that's what it felt like. I felt like I was on high alert every single day and I did not see a way out. But there was that 0.1% chance inside that said, what if I could actually come out of this? What if I could walk on a beach again? What if I could drive again? What if I could go on a vacation again? What if I could go to a restaurant with my friends and walk around, you know, to different bars around downtown and not have to worry about counting my steps or if it's too loud or, you know, checking my watch to see if my heart rate's too high. What if it was a life like that? And for me, because I'm a very visual person and, you know, this is kind of going down into another realm, but to me, there's like an infinite number of universes. That's how I looked at it. There existed a Miguel in a universe that was completely healthy. Right here, right now, that is happening. At least that's the way I saw it, right? Now, you may believe in string theory or multiverse theory or not. But to me, I was like, there must be another dimension where Miguel is thriving and healthy and out there living life. I'm just caught in the 
the crappy dimension, right? But there is a version of Miguel out there. And because I got so good at visualizing things, and you might have too, because you know you spend all this time by yourself, you can't really partake in the physical world. So you almost have to withdraw and find an inner world, right? Your inner world is massive because there's a lot of boredom with CFS. You have to go inside your mind and imagine what it would be like to do all these things or what it was like to do all these things. So you almost live in your mind. So I got really good at visualizing things. I could almost see this other Miguel living life, going on vacation, driving a car, a convertible car down the windy roads of Hawaii, watching the sunset. And the crazy thing is, you know, I saw all of that happen in my mind. And then it actually happened when I got better, very, very close in detail to what I had imagined. So, you know, call it the law of attraction, call it anything, but that's what helped me through those tough times when I felt like giving up, when I felt like when I would ask myself, what's the point of all of this? I've been trying so hard and it seems like the harder I try, the worse I get. So it's just a blow to the morale after a blow to the morale. And it's just beating you down. But once I got better, it started making me appreciate all the things that were happening to me. It started making me appreciate something as simple as stepping outside to go get some fresh air. I remember the first time I actually breathed fresh air in about three months. It was when I was in the hospital, right? And prior to this moment, I was in the worst shape ever. I couldn't digest food, couldn't go to the wash, and I was constipated. I couldn't roll over in bed, shortness of breath every day, tinnitus. I felt like this pressure in my head. So I had both pain and fatigue along with all the other symptoms. And it felt like my brain was like swollen, like numb. It was really interesting. Anyways, you know, I was in a bad place, but when they finally got me to a place where I was able to understand what was going on so we could stop the downward spiral, I was in a wheelchair and they brought me outside. And I remember sitting there in a wheelchair with my heart rate high and my body aching. It was one of the best moments in my life when they rolled me outside and I felt the wind on my face, right? And I felt the warmth of the sun on my body. I remember I was shaking outside and, you know, cause I wasn't used to that much light or that temperature. I was indoors the whole time after about, you know, six, seven months of being indoors and two months in the hospital. They let me outside and they gave me a blanket, I remember. And it was one of the best feelings ever. And that sense of gratitude, there have been very few moments that rivaled that specific moment, that specific moment when I was in a wheelchair in the hospital and they rolled me outside. So you develop this new appreciation and gratitude for life. So there's a whole lot to learn from this whole journey with CFS. But I think the biggest thing is when you are in the trenches and you know, you're going through a tough time, just think of the other version of yourself that exists out there right now as we speak, that is living life, right? That reality exists. So we just need to figure out a way to get there, right? And it's interesting because I saw it as, okay, there's this other version of Miguel who's doing all these amazing things and doesn't have any symptoms, no limitations. It's a completely different Miguel. And here I am right now. At some point, if I just keep focused and if I, you know, keep believing in this vision, at some point they're going to intersect and that will become my reality, you know? And to me, you know, I visualized a lot because I couldn't do anything else. A lot of times I couldn't even look at a phone. So, you know, when you are facing these times, imagine the version of you that is out there living life right now, because we're going to get you there and, you know, watch inspiring stories of other people. 
you know, the more inspiring stories you watch of people recovering, the more real it becomes for you. But in addition to that, you have to figure out what's going on. So I would highly suggest to continue watching the videos on my channel because I give you everything that I know. I pretty much, you know, take everything my doctor taught me, everything that I've learned throughout the recovery process and everything we're learning with people in our recovery jumpstart program. And I'm giving it away all for free on YouTube, right? The program itself, it's there if people need help implementing what we're teaching, right? So I would suggest if you're new to the channel or you know if you've been watching my stuff for a while and you're still unsure about some things, then continue watching my videos. And if you did want extra help, then definitely check out the Recovery Jumpstart program because that's where we take everything I teach on this channel. We've created a system for recovery where you know we're gonna teach you about all these things, but only the most important things right? Because I have, I have many videos on this YouTube channel. Recovery Jumpstart really condenses it into a handful of videos on the most important things. And it's step by step. You also have a personalized plan created for you based on your symptoms, your activity, your roadblocks and your history, your specific situation. So if you're needing help getting unstuck, if you're at that point where you're feeling like, okay, I cannot take this anymore. I cannot take another day of living like this. You know, usually when people are reaching their breaking points, that's when they reach out to us and you know, they hop on a call and see if this is a good fit. Obviously we can't help everybody, but for you, you know, if you have gotten your doctor's blood tests and scans and you've seen specialists and they're not finding anything that explains your level of symptoms, then I would definitely apply to see if we can actually help you because this may be a quicker fix than you think. I'm not saying you're going to get fixed overnight, but in your mind, you know, we can also think that, okay, at my current rate of progress, it's going to take me 10 years to get better because in the last six months I've gone from, you know, bedridden or couch bound to being able to take a few more showers a week. And if it took, six months to do just that for me to be able to walk again and go travel and work that's going to take 10 years but that's not the case right we see people coming to the program who are bedridden and then they're walking around in three four five months we see people who are couch bound and they're traveling right five months later so recovery can actually happen quicker than you think right you just need the right tools you need the right frameworks and the right system to follow to get you there but if you are feeling like you're hitting a mental wall and you feel like giving up and you feel like, you know, all hope is lost, just know that I've been there and we see it all the time for people who do come into the program and even people I talk to online, that is a very common feeling, right? And not everybody will experience that because most people don't have CFS or this nervous system issue. But when you have a nervous system issue, very, very common for you to feel those things, especially when your symptoms are flaring up because you are in fight or flight mode, you're in survival mode, right? It's easier for you to get stressed out and overwhelmed. So I hope this video helps. If you did enjoy this video, if you got some value out of it, just comment down below, what was your biggest takeaway? And I'd love to hear what you guys have to say about that. Again, the biggest thing for me was trying to envision the healthy Miguel that existed right now, somewhere in the universe, there was a healthy Miguel. And today I am that Miguel. In fact, I surpassed the vision I had for myself when I was sick, when it all seemed completely impossible. And if it's possible for me, if it's possible for so many other people in the program, then it's absolutely possible for you. I believe in you. I know you can get there. So let's get you to thriving health. Always remember that you are a thriver, not a survivor, and you are just one mind shift away from living a life with thriving health. I'll see you in the next video.